Welcome to Welcome to the Hallwell Manor. I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And we are here to discuss Season 5, Episode 18 of Charmed. Cat House. Hey, uh, Max. Mm-hmm. In the time we've been doing this podcast, we sure have had some wacky adventures, haven't we? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, kids, you might not be if you are of a certain age, which usually means older, but in this case means younger. You may not remember, but... When a television show had a certain number of episodes they were obligated to do, a lot of the times the way they filled that number was by doing a clip show, where characters would sit around and remember stuff from earlier episodes so they could just play clips and, you know, spend less money. This is a weird way to do a clip show, though. I feel like they couldn't have possibly saved that much money on this clip show. Like, there is so much up with this episode like it feels like two completely different plots just kind of shoved together and usually in clip shows they're themed around a certain thing well this one is in theory yeah but the clips they play like a couple of them have to do because the setup for this clip show is that piper and leo are in couples counseling and piper casts a spell that lets them relive the memories except not really like i mean i guess it's so that they remember stuff really clearly for piper and leo but then the sisters get sucked into the memories I, oh i have problems with that too i have problems with that too we'll get to it i mean the whole issue with this episode is that it doesn't feel like it was like this feels like a first draft this feels like we are just this feels like two different first drafts mushed together because all of the stuff with spoiler alert kit watch 2023 yeah yeah our our old segment is back kit watch 2023 we are finally getting a conclusion for kit that isn't just she ran out through the hole in the wall that shacks blew when he killed prue Incidentally, uh, this episode is dropping on New Year's Eve, mm. and this is the very last Kit Watch, which means there will never be a Kit Watch 2024. Aww. She slid in just under the wire for 2023. Yeah. Farewell, sweet Kit. What a bizarre way to send off that character. You know what this is really making me want to watch? What? The Bewitched episode with the cat lady. Yeah. You know what? Hey, there's an episode that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and they all flow together well. I am so tempted to just scratch this, no pun intended, to just, like, toss this aside. And and can we just put up, instead of this episode, can we put up that episode of Bewitched? Okay, okay, okay. This is definitely, I think, we haven't finished it yet, but I think that this is clearly the worst episode of this season. Yes, without a doubt. Clip shows always are. This is weird, too, because... I, I felt, like, forced to watch this episode because I always skip clip shows. Yeah, like... I do not watch The Banker when I rewatch The Office. I do not watch the one with the wedding invitations when I rewatch Friends. Oh, you have to skip a whole bunch with Friends. For some reason, there was at least, like, one or two clip shows a year. By for some reason, you mean because it was the 90s slash early 2000s, and that's just the way television did it. There, There is nothing to describe... When you sit down to watch a new episode of a TV show, you're excited. It's cool. You're going to see friends. Monica's going to use a surprising amount of homophobic language, considering how sympathetic the character is, you know, supposed to be. It's so weird. In the later seasons, her catchphrase is basically, what are you, gay? But... Yeah. 
But you sit down to watch it and, you know, it seems like a plot's about to start. And then Joey makes a weird face and then it's just clips you've seen before because you watch Friends in reruns and these episodes play all the goddamn time. Well, and then you have to watch the, uh, every clip show has to touch on the Joey's musical where he did Ophroyd the musical because they loved that one. Well, yeah, it's it's like the Simpsons clip where Homer falls down the cliff. Where, yes, you know, the gorge. The gorge, which in the last couple of uh, clip shows, they point out how overused that clip is. People are sick of that clip. And then it got a call back in the movie. because I, I like that when they reanimated it to be like, because th- that totally negated the point of a clip show. But I want to point out the preview for this episode, which we watched, is an apology for how bad this episode is. Yeah, the preview for this episode is like, hey, this is what's happening this week. But next week, wood nymphs. Yeah, they're like, hey, Charmed has done some pretty sexy stuff in the past. And then it shows the sexy clips from this episode. And we're going to do some sexy clips in the future. And then it shows stuff from the nymph episode. It completely glazes over, glosses over what happens in the actual episode, which to be fair is nonsense mostly. Okay, well, so this is what I'm saying, right? There's no link between the Kit storyline and the marriage counseling storyline. And in fact, that's why it's kind of weird that like... Also, the stuff them reliving piper's memories somehow affects stuff in the real no, world no, 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 no. you you can't ask that question right now because i want to delve really deeply into it when it starts happening it makes zero sense okay let's stop complaining about this episode and start complaining about this episode all right so it opens in the i guess eponymous cat house yes which is not in fact a home of ill repute but instead just a woman who has many, many cats, like hundreds and hundreds of cats. Yep. She's got cats coming out the wazoo. So Just many cats. Fuck ton of cats. Yes. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't use musical stings that aren't ours anymore for copyright reasons. We don't want to get copyright struck. But uh, if we did, I feel like I would be lobbying for crazy ex-girlfriends. Fuck ton of cats. Yes. You know, yes. So... A warlock blinks into the scene, and once he is Blanc, all of the cats start freaking out. Uh, and then he's like, oh my god, he's such an early 2000s emo kid. First of all, he's got the emo haircut that goes over one eye, and then he like pulls out a knife and like licks it. He's like, he's like, ooh, I'm dark. I don't think this warlock actually gets a name in the episode, or if he does it so brief, it just flies right over. So I'm going to just make up a name for him. Let's call him Siler. Apropos of nothing. I thought you were going to call him Zachary. (laughs) Anyway, he blinks into the house, and then all of the cats jump on top of him and turn him into Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Well, yeah, no, he starts fighting with the woman who is feeding the cats, and she, like, cat scratches him, and then he knifes her in the neck, but not fatally. And then she's like, get him, my pretties, very Eartha Kitt, or Julie Newmar, or Lee Merriweather E. Mm -hmm. And all the cats start, like attacking him and he's like oh my eyebrows aren't protecting me from this for some reason and then she runs out with all the cats and then he picks up what you may remember was kit's collar with the triquatra on it yeah it was but maybe ne- not because we haven't seen kit in a million years yeah it was the necklace the woman was wearing was a takeoff of kit's collar 
It was Kit's collar if it was a necklace some lady was wearing. I think it was the charm that was on Kit's collar, just on a necklace, yeah, on a cord. Yeah, it's on a red ribbon or, you know. Air cord, yeah. So, back at the manor, Paige and Phoebe are having a conversation about all the dudes Piper banged in the past. Yeah, because they're looking at Wyatt and they're like, hey, it's a good thing that she finally banged Leo and had Wyatt. Man, imagine if she'd banged Dan instead. Or that ghost played by John Cho. Okay, Phoebe lists all of Piper's love interest, which two bankers, a rock climber, and a ghost. Who are the bankers? She, let's just briefly go over uh, Piper's love interest. Oh, no, I assume this all happened before... The show? Before the show. Because that was the whole thing, right? She had solid, responsible boyfriends. And then one of them turned out to be a warlock. Also, the rock climber guy was... He, he, he was an associate professor of of history in San Francisco. Remember, his boss was doing a tour of the house, and then she got possessed. And then he helped, her, uh, he helped Piper find the sewers where uh, the... Grimlocks had kidnapped those kids. Oh, he hooked up with Piper. I remembered him hooking up with Phoebe. No, he he was a he was a Piper love interest. Remember, she froze him when uh, she was getting the wine. Yes, 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 yes. She does right. Phoebe does rightly point out that the John Cho ghost was the best of the lot of her pre. Yes. Oh, and neighbor Dan. Well, well, they said that these were all the guys she fucked before Dan, and then Dan was before Leo. Yeah, and okay, everyone has a subplot that doesn't go anywhere pages is that she doesn't feel like she's a real sister because she didn't know any of this stuff about piper and it's like well it's not like i i know that you were kind of rolling your eyes at page in this episode and i just as during this rewatch i've become a real like page booster but i it's not like the other sisters go out of their way to make her feel welcome that's true. She could she could ask them to talk about themselves. They'd love that. I mean, I think that's probably what just happened here. Well, she's asking Phoebe questions about Piper. Yeah, she could ask Phoebe questions about Phoebe, and then she'd never shut the fuck up. Yeah. She used to live in New York, you know. It's weird how little that comes up now, considering what a big part of her character it was early on. Although I guess now she doesn't have room for any character, so there we go. She She actually complains about that, because... Paige is like, wow, Piper's really changed so much because she used to bang a bunch of boring guys and now she has a baby. And Phoebe's like, I haven't changed at all except I'm older now. Like, I'm still single. I'm still living in the same house I lived in as a kid. And it's like, Phoebe, you're like a nationally famous advice columnist. Also, you're not single anymore. You're a divorcee. That is totally different and way cooler. Also a widow yeah you're two for their <laughs> widow and divorcee all right so downstairs leo and piper are fighting because leo gave up his career to support the baby and now piper's just totally emasculating him and it's just like dude yeah if that was your problem then i don't know why it didn't come up before now well it, it okay I feel like we've talked about this a little bit before, but Piper is kind of an abusive partner to Leo. Yeah, she absolutely is. She very, very much is. Because Leo's upset that apparently they have friends 
okay? Apparently, they were out to dinner with their friends, and Piper spent the entire evening belittling him for not having a real job. Even though he has, he's like, I stopped being a white lighter so I could be a stay-at-home dad so that you could continue to work, you know, so you could do the club job that is keeping us in the house. And Although, I mean, really, it was so that she could be a charmed one. What friends? What friends were they having dinner with? Yes. But last episode, it was the whole thing where she was going to step back from the club because she forgot that she, she forgot to follow up with Pat Benatar. Right, right. So Leo did this so that she could, you know, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it is really shitty to make fun of your partner in front of your friends, which you apparently have. You know what else is shitty? Attempting to blow up your partner because you're mad at them. Oh my god, she blows like a giant hole in the wall. Yeah, because he, he, he walks away from her while she's yelling at him for being a whiny man baby who just stays at home all day doing nothing, <coughs> taking care of their baby. An infant. And I guess I guess she just meant to wag her finger at him while she was yelling at him, and she blew out like an entire wall in the manor. And it's like, that's frightening. That's not okay. And, like, apparently Paige hasn't been paying attention at any point during the whole Piper-Leo relationship while she's been living there because she seems surprised later when Phoebe references Piper blowing up Leo when she's mad at him, which you've been around for that. I mean, maybe that doesn't become more of a thing that, because it, it feels like a thing that she consistently does, but maybe that doesn't happen until later in their relationship. No, it's definitely, ha- like, remember, in the episode where she's giving birth to Wyatt, when he tells her that magic turns off, she tries to blow him up. I, I feel like we haven't seen it much at this point, but just she, because your boyfriend is a white lighter who can reconstitute doesn't mean it's okay. Or your husband, I guess. Yeah, it's really fucked up. And Phoebe just waves it off with, a, oh, it's fine. She doesn't really mean it. And it's like, she doesn't really mean blowing up her her, her husband. What? What? I'm It's termed anti-heterosexuality propaganda. Because, let's be clear, the... Piper Leo relationship is like the strongest romantic relationship we see going at, you know, throughout the show. And they hate each other. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it reminds me of this thing that I've heard that the the biggest thing that kills a relationship is contempt. And they do. They have they they might love each other, mm. but they have a lot of contempt for each other as well. Especially Piper. Yeah. They come back from credits and it's the next morning and Paige and Phoebe are trying to make Piper and Leo apologize. Leo apparently has slept on the couch that evening. Mm. And Piper's just staring at the hole she blew in the wall. And I thought she was contrite about it, but then they try talking to her and she's like, Leo is just being a whiny little piece of shit. And it's like, ugh. Well, Leo and Piper both try to tell the sisters that this isn't any of their business. And I'm like, well... I feel like once you start blowing giant holes in the house you all live in, it becomes everyone's business. You made it everyone's business when you made the wall disappear, Piper. And Piper's like, whatever, we'll figure it out. And Phoebe's like, yeah, you will, because I blackmailed a therapist I work with for my column into seeing you. 
Yeah, he canceled all of his appointments for today. He's going to talk to you all day long, and that will fix everything. I remember... Look, just just makes me think of... Uh, there's an episode of The Simpsons where Marge goes to therapy in the later seasons, <laughs> not the, you know, iconic Marge Fear of Flying episode. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Fear of Flying episode, how in the end it's like, this, this is just one small thing. This doesn't fix everything. No, no. In a later episode, Marge goes to see a therapist, and uh, the therapist fixes all of her problems in one session, and Marge is like, I thought therapy didn't work like that, and the therapist is like, it does when this is all of the therapy your insurance is going to pay for. Mm, yeah, yeah. We've talked before about how we would have really loved it if Charmed had had a bigger magical community. This all would have made so much more sense if it was magical. And that's what they do when they go to marriage counseling later. They find a magic therapist who just, I think he switches their bodies because for some reason this is a thing that we go to so many times with Piper and Leo. Oh, I thought you meant the really culturally insensitive episode where they became... Oh, the, where they become Hindu gods. No. Y'all have that to look forward to. Uh, oh, you know what, though? Maybe, maybe it does say a lot that there are so many marriage therapy episodes with Piper and Leo because the show recognizes that you can't solve it all in one in one session. And there's a different episode where they're doing, I know it's not called The Rules, but you know that thing that Jim and Pam do in the boring seasons of The Office when they start fighting all of the time? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they have that thing where you have to, you know... Where you have to, like, express gratitude to your partner. And, you know, I feel statements and blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a word for it and it's not The Rules, but... Like, there's an episode later where they're doing that, and uh, Daryl and his wife are like, oh, yeah, that's that's a part of marriage literally every couple goes through, which I know we've talked about this before, and, like, no, therapy's a good thing, but it's weird to phrase this as, like, a literally every couple fights all the time and needs to go to therapy together. Oh, I, I, I saw that more as them recognizing therapy language. No, they, they are, but they, they mention that every couple has to do this you know only use i statements blah 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 blah. anyway piper is at first resistant to going to therapy piper and leo both are but then piper looks at the marriage shrine they apparently have yeah they've got a little hutch in the corner of the living room that has like their wedding photo and their wedding topper and their guest book and the guest book pen and two champagne goblets that presumably were from their wedding why did they have a guest book like the 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 only people who came to their wedding were immediate family. What would what would the point of a guest book be? Oh yeah, Grams is gonna sign it as a ghost. I have no answers for you. But Piper's like, I guess. But like, how are we supposed to do therapy if we can't talk about magic? And Phoebe's like, cast a spell. Who cares about personal gain? <laughs> To be fair, she says that you're already experiencing the consequences, so you may as well do it. I mean, bullshit, but... Well, she blew up the... She blew up the wall! It's a consequence! It, it, this is how... Piper and Leo are both gonna end up with giant boobs. That's all I'm saying. Phoebe finally talks them into it by pulling out the You're Being Bad Parents card. She's like, you owe this to Wyatt. Go take care of your shit. So back at the cat lady's cat house, Siler is digging through all of the junk drawers and stuff. Okay, I think it's important that we express the extent to which he behaves like a cat. 
Like, Which is weird because he's not like a cat warlock. You know what? We never get this guy's motivation. We, we never get his backstory. I firmly believe he is like an evil familiar. He's like a warlock familiar. Like that one guy in the episode where they had to not kill him nine times. Yes. Okay. Okay. I like this. This is one thing I like because it's it's subtle, which is something Charmed doesn't do enough. But the, I mean, for certain definitions of the word subtle. Well, he's digging through all of her stuff, and he finds a crystal, and he uses it to scry. And I'm like, isn't that a witch power? And then I was like, oh, right. Warlocks get witches' powers by killing them. That's specifically their deal. So the fact that he can scry makes sense because he's a warlock. I like it, but also... Like, everyone and their dog can scry in this show. So. Everyone and their cat. Yeah. He uh, he takes the crystal he finds, by the way, and he scrapes some of the blood off his, um, the athame that he used that he cut Kit with, so that's how he tracks where she is. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoilers. I mean, we opened this with Kit, with Kit Watch 2023. You knew this was coming. Back at the, uh, the Bay Mirror... Where, which is the newspaper that Phoebe works for. Mm. Paige comes and interrupts her at work. She's like, is this a bad time? And Phoebe's like, nah, I couldn't, I was sucking today anyway, so I guess I just won't put out a column. No big deal. Paige is bummed out because she's not feeling connected to the sisters and she's worried, you know, and she's worried about Piper and she's like, if I was a better sister, I bet their marriage wouldn't be in trouble, which... She's also upset because, like, from her point of view, they've always had such a strong, solid relationship. Because she hasn't been here very long. <laughs> and if they can't make it, how how does anyone have a chance of making it? And this is the thing you were saying where... Where Phoebe's like, oh, she's blown him up thousands of times. Who cares? They love each other so much. It's okay that she's, you know, literally blowing him up all the time. It doesn't really hurt him. I mean... So, Phoebe gets a call from the house, from the witch we saw before. She's like, hey, um, Phoebe, can you come home? I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking for bandages and I can't find any. Can you bring Leo over here? I need him to heal me. Yeah, I thought they used to be in Prue's bathroom, but they don't seem to be here anymore. And Phoebe's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm an innocent who needs your help, and... Phoebe's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, she clearly knows what the situation... Why don't you just get home and then figure it out from there, okay? Like, you've dealt with innocents who know that magic... What? But whatever. Uh, Piper and Leo show up at the therapist office. They're already fighting. They very conspicuously sit on opposite ends of the couch. Yeah, they scoot... Okay, I actually think this was something that was done well in this episode is that they scoot very far away from each other, and as the episode gets on, they get closer and closer to each other on the couch. It is a nice touch. So, the guy's like, your sister Phoebe thinks the world of you. He, she thinks you're super amazing, but let's talk about why your marriage is fucked up. And uh, Piper's like, well... If I was at this therapist, I would never fucking talk to Phoebe again. Because he cleared his whole day for them, and he's like, so what brings you here? And they're like, ugh, stuff. I don't really want to talk about it. It's like, so should we talk about your marriage? And they're like, ugh. I, it's like pulling teeth with these two. Yeah. And like, 
Leo mentions that they just had a baby and... And, you know, it's really hard in a lot of marriages when you have a baby. So he's like, okay, is that why you're fighting? They're like, no. Then why mention it? Finally, finally, Piper's as sick of this as we are, and she just freezes the shrink. And then Leo starts yelling at her about it. Well, he he's like, we're on the clock, which, I mean, you are you paying for this? No. Yeah, and also, he, you have the whole day. Like, it's not like you have to worry about... And you're not talking anyway, which, like, Piper's like, this is a giant waste of time. I'm going to use a spell that will help therapize us, which... Yeah, I'm unclear on what this... Well, we'll get into it. So, back at the manor, Siler is beating up Kit, who is a human. Yeah. And, and it's brutal. Yeah, he's he's taking his face like, I want to enjoy this. Which, and, as you pointed out, is a bad idea because the witches <laughs> are going to get home and kill you, Siler! Yeah. So, they show up. Phoebe, Francine, Smith, Siler. She hits him with a lamp. Paige grabs Kit and orbs her. You know, upstairs, and Kit's like, hey, Paige, I was also watching you before I was a human lady. I mean, hi. It's, um, yeah, it turns out Kit was, uh, Seven Dinner Sid. Yes. Which is a children's book about a cat who has seven houses that all think that they're his owner so that he can get seven dinners. Yeah, it turns out that Kit's job as a familiar was to keep an eye on young witches and so while she was here in the manor, she also was swinging by and checking out Paige to see how Paige was doing. Okay. 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 I should save this for when it actually comes up, but we find out that the reason she became human was because she did such a good job with the Charmed Ones, except she booked it the second Prue died. How is that? How did she help them at all? Maybe she was responsible in ways we never saw for getting Paige over there. Maybe there were thousands of demons who would have killed the Charmed Ones if Kit wasn't sneaking out and murdering them every night. We know that Kit was like a little demon alarm. Which the show vastly underutilized. I mean, it was a cool concept, but I get they needed the cat and then they'd have to, you know, but... Yeah. Back at the psychiatrist's office... Piper is like, okay, fine, let's do a spell. And then she writes out a terrible rhyme like they do. Okay, I want to point out, I think we we, we rag on Phoebe a lot for her terrible, terrible uh, rhymes, but I think Piper legitimately has the worst spells out of the three sisters. Don't yeah. get me wrong, I love me some Piper, but her meter is so bad. Let's live in our memories and stop being enemies. Woof. Meow. <laughs> So she burns up the paper and then unfreezes the therapist. And he's like, do I smell burnt? Do I need to go to a hospital? And Piper's like, like, no, you're you're fine. fine. So he asked them how they first met. And now we get our first flashback. And the way the flashback happens at the manor, Phoebe is fighting with Siler. Paige orbs downstairs And then all of a sudden, they are transported outside. All three of them are transported outside. They are confused, and Siler takes the opportunity to blink away. Yeah, he grabs... uh, Phoebe had gotten a hold of his athame and was holding it to his throat, but she gets disoriented when they blorp into the memory. He grabs the athame and blinks off. And now... Paige and Phoebe go back into the manor, and they see the scene where... 
we are first introduced to Leo. Isn't it weird how the past has a completely different film quality? Yeah, than like the current? coloring is all different. Okay. We know from things that happen that you can affect the future by interfering with these memories. These are memories. Why would why are they able to affect them at all? Also, why are they here? Okay. So I initially did not have a problem with them being here because they were in the manor. This memory took place in the manor. It's like Piper and Leo are selfish as always, so they need their memory. So anyone who's in the manor is getting sucked into it, right? Okay, fine. But then later, when their memory is at P3, Paige and Phoebe get bamfed over to P3 so that they can watch that memory unfold. That... That's a, that's a bridge too far. It was okay up until then. Also, Piper me- remembers stu- stuff in the attic and then leaves, and then they're still in the attic. If they're in Piper's memories, shouldn't they be going with her? Like, I get that they wanted to show the scene of Piper dancing on the bar, but this should be confined to the manor. Like, that would make also, sense. Also, what does that have to do with Piper and Leo's relationship? Zero! Zero! Yeah, like, shouldn't all of the clips be about Piper and Leo's relationship? Like, there's there's this one where Phoebe and Piper are fighting over Leo, which I don't think I commented on it at the time, but they put Leo in some serious ass pants for this. Like, he's it's... wearing very, very tight pants in the past it's weird it's only been five years but i mean twink death in action yeah i I just charmed charmed aged charmed aged leo like like a presidential term yeah it's a a little rough seeing he's he's not an attractive man just to be clear but he's not but it's like david boreanis that's exactly the example i was thinking of yeah which i i I think i mentioned this when we first started talking about leo in this show where david boreanis's character in buffy angel was called angel because he had an angelic face which worked for season one of buffy when david boreanis was you know slender beautiful twink man but then he grew into like by season man by season two by season two, he was a big, thick, bulking guy, and his face thickened out. And it's not like he was unattractive, but, like, he didn't have the angelic face thing anymore. His name made no goddamn sense. Eh. You know what we don't talk about enough? What? The fact that... Piper and Phoebe were both trying to bang Leo when he first showed up. Yeah, Paige is really grossed out by that, and Phoebe just kind of waves it off. Like, Paige is like, ew, gross, you were trying to bone Leo, and it's like, he's an attractive man, Paige. He's not her actual brother. Yeah, I just, I wonder what this says about their relationship, because remember, this is also what they're relaying in excruciating detail to the shrink. Like, (laughs) like, he's like, tell me about when you met, and Piper's like, well, my sister really wanted to bang this handyman. And I said, no dibs i've been celibate longer than you i'm the one who gets to bang so they also by the way think that siler uh, uh not not piper and leo Paige and phoebe think that siler is the one who made this jump to the past thing happen I mean, I think that makes sense. It makes sense that they would think that because these two plots don't work together. Well, 
Okay, they try to tie it together because they mentioned that Leo in this scene was helping them look for Kit, a cat that we once had. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess, but like, I feel like Kit would need to have been around for more iconic uh, Piper Leo scenes, which she wasn't. Yeah. Because Kit was barely in the show before this, but also a lot of these scenes don't really relate to their relationship at all. Because the next, the next scene they cut to, the next memory after, you know, Phoebe and Piper fighting over Leo is the scene where, where Phoebe and Piper became evil because a warlock sneak married Prue Mm -hmm. and they torture a the demon lady who made the marriage happen because she's trying to steal the book. And then, and then Piper shatters Leo. Like she freezes him and shatters him. What does, why are they telling the a, why are they telling this to the therapist and B what, what does, what does this have to do with anything? Uh, this is Leo explaining that Piper has a temper. And this is the clip you, you could have chosen any clip from the show any clip from there there have there there are other you could have done an entire montage of these two fighting this is the clip you choose also this is really unfair of leo because she was evil yeah, she was literally brainwashed during this yeah go to a clip of when she blew you up when she was in her right mind not when she was evil also, the therapist is weirdly confused by this. After we see this whole scene play out with Paige making, huh, faces in the background because they're like hiding in the background. Uh, we cut back to the therapist who's like, Piper shattered you? And Leo's like, like, metaphorically? No, he doesn't say that. Leo says that. Leo's like, oh, metaphorically. But like, the, why would the therapist? Yeah, obviously it was a metaphor. I mean, I guess I don't know the sentence that led into that, but... I would assume if someone said, you know, I was shattered, I would assume emotionally and not someone froze me literally into an ice man and then, you know, had you their know what he said? Maybe he said it that she used her magical powers to turn me into a block of ice and then she nudged me, causing me to fall over and shatter into a million pieces. Metaphorically. I do like that the pieces are red. Yes. I think we talked about that at the time. Yeah, like it's a little gruesome, but fun. So Instead of following Piper once, you know, she was no longer in the room, they just, okay, they're, they're coming up with a, they're, they're, they're going to go into the kitchen and they're going to make a vanquishing spell and hopefully using the ingredients in Piper's memory won't use them up in the real world or, or, no, 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 they've, no, no, no. They're, they're, they went up to the attic in the first place to get the Book of Shadows. Mm -hmm. But at this moment, the past Piper and past Phoebe have grabbed the book. So they- No, no, they haven't. The, the, the demon priestess lady stole it and they went after her. Okay. So the book is no, the book is no longer in play. So they're going to go make a potion now so that they can vanquish Siler with the potion. And it's not that they're worried that using- because they don't know they're in a memory. They think they're in a past. Well, they are in the past. It's unclear. But they're not worried about, like, affecting the future. They're just hopeful that the ingredients are there in the past. Because the book's not. So hopefully they have the ingredients they need. And... It's a warlock. 
You could just use a spell. Just come up with a terrible couplet, Phoebe. I know you can. You don't even... It's a warlock. You don't even need a power of three spell. You can kill warlocks by stabbing them. Okay, here's what pisses me off. Yeah? Paige tries to orb, and they can't orb away. And Paige is like, oh, it's like I'm bouncing off of something. And not what it should be, which is I am in the past before I had my powers, therefore I can't use them, which is what has been established before, but that's not what they're saying is happening now. Yeah, again, this episode feels half-written. Like, Paige can't orb because... eh? Because the memory spell that Piper cast is keeping them trapped in the... In the attic? I don't know. Where she's not? (laughs) There's an episode of Red Dwarf. Mm Mm-hmm. Where they find a mutated photo developing formula. Okay. And when you develop photos using that using that formula, you bring them to life and you can enter into the past. And in the past, you can affect things in the future. You are essentially time traveling. But you cannot leave the frame of the photograph. So only what is in the photo is what you can affect. Okay, so in one of the Night at the Museum movies... Is that the exact thing that I said? Yeah, basically, because the... That came way later. Yes. The premise of Night at the Museum is that at night there's this magical artifact and blah, 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 that brings all the exhibits to life, including including photos, I guess. Mm -hmm. And there's a bit where the main character loses his camera in a photo, and then it turns out that the guy in the photo is john q nikon and apparently he got the idea from that so even though everyone else is just like a fake version of you know a historical character who is a historical person who is brought to life through the magic of this thing apparently this photo does have an actual connection to the past yeah yeah in the in the red dwarf episode uh rumor goes back to his childhood bedroom and tries to give his childhood self the uh, the idea for fidget toys so that he can invent fidget spinners. And uh, wait, was this a re- a recent episode of Red Dwarf? Okay, so okay, it's not actually okay. So it's this thing that they have in the future. That's I forget what they call it, but it's it's like uh, stress paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's those it's those popping uh, toys that you know that we use now for fidgeting. Uh huh. Um, but they're like, it's just bubble wrap spray painted red, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that is, that's a thing now. That's a real thing. Anyway, he tries to get himself to patent it, but his childhood self isn't paying attention and his roommate uh, invents it instead. Ah. But the point is, there were rules there. There are not rules here. Like, I, I, I just, I would be so, I would be so much happier, I would be so much happier if... They were confined to the manor, and that was the rule. But that's not what's going to happen, because they're going to end up at P3. Like, if they can't orb because they can't get out of the manor, even though... I mean, I feel like the way it should work is that they're confined to wherever the memory is currently taking place. Although, again, why are they here? Why did they get sucked in? I don't... 
I don't think them just being in the place where the first memory happened is a good enough reason for them to be sucked in with this spell. Well, see, that's why I want it to be place-locked, right? Because then it, then it, there's a story, then it makes sense, right? Why is Siler traveling through time with them? Also, Siler, like, ran off. He ran away. Where is he? Is he just wandering around five years in the past? Because I think he could be. Well, well he's still hunting Kit, who apparently also got sucked into the memories. Yeah. I, I just... This episode needed two or three more drafts. It's very... It's all over the place. Hot take? Yeah. This episode needed negative one drafts. <laughs> so the therapist is like, well, you must have overcome so much to be together, which is an odd thing to assume about a couple, but they're like, yes. Well, no, no, no. Piper leads it off by being like, I don't even know if we're meant to be together because we we had so much trouble at the beginning. We get to a memory that makes sense. Yes. Before we do that, though, I want to bring up, like, a weird thing. Okay. In, like, the real world that we live in, mm -hmm. there's, like, the honeymoon phase. When you get together with someone, everything, you have that new relationship energy and everything's, like, happy and easy and fun. Yeah. Not always, but usually. But in television, because that's not the way narratives work... The beginning of relationships are always really hard. There's always a lot of stuff you have to overcome to get to the good stuff. And that's just like, it's it's a weird thing to me that the shrink is like, okay, tell me about all the troubles that happened during the theoretical honeymoon period of your relationship. Well, to be fair to the shrink, not that he could know this, but Piper and Leo kind of never had a honeymoon period. Like, they were fighting on their honeymoon. Yeah, they were. Speaking of honeymoons, the next memory is their wedding, which at least kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's their wedding. We And you will remember at their wedding, uh, Prue was going through it. Yeah, Prue, Prue's astral self was manifesting uh, without her knowledge and doing all sorts of weird stuff, including hooking up with a biker who, you know, bikes his way into the manor to grab Prue and then destroys Piper's wedding. I guess because it's a stunt double, they can use the footage of Prue. Okay, they can use whatever footage of Shannon Doherty they want. Just to be clear, they chose not to use any footage of Shannon Doherty. So, I don't know that that was necessarily her stunt double on the back of a motorcycle. It probably was because they're on a motorcycle. But even if it wasn't, they, they didn't have to. Oh, except that they, they probably would have had to pay her if it was her. Yes. Also... I'm just going to put this out there. I don't know. It could just be me seeing things. I think they reshot that entire scene because the film quality is different than the film quality of, you know, the rest of the wedding, which makes me think that they just, you know. Reshot it? Yeah. You know, what's funny is we could have gone back and checked and we, we didn't. We could, why? Why put in the effort? Seems to be, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the key phrase of this episode. Why bother? Uh, and we see Piper being like, I don't even know if I want to be married anymore. Like, this is a sign. It's too hard. It shouldn't be this hard at the beginning. And if it's this hard at the beginning, what are we even doing? Maybe we shouldn't get married. And Paige is like, I guess it was kind of cool to see Prue for like a second, the back of her head, the back of her stunt double's head. And uh, present Phoebe's like, yeah. There you I go. should be affected by seeing my dead sister more, right? Like, instead of being focused entirely on, like, uh-oh, we better not let any of the people with this memory see us. I guess they don't know they're in a memory yet. They 
don't. But also, in a minute, Siler's going to crush the cake topper, and then it's going to be crushed in the present. And so, like, is it a memory? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it is, but... Why, why are the things they're doing in the memory changing the present? And also, why, after the cake topper got smashed, did they put an empty plinth in their little wedding shrine instead of putting something else there? So... It makes no sense. Leo gives a little speechy speech past Leo about how, like, she... Even though everything's gone wrong, he knows that him and Piper are meant to be together because love and love and love, 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 love. Oh, I want to point out that, you know, Victor and, uh... Grimes, Cole, everyone else. Patty. Yeah? Victor and Patty were both at the wedding, and Victor's like, maybe they don't have to go through what we went through, and I'm thinking, well... They wouldn't go through what you went through. This would be like if she married Sam, the man she actually loved, instead of marrying you. Yeah. So, but. But yeah, Leo Leo gives a speech about how neat love is. And Paige and Phoebe, present Phoebe, are like, ah. And then Kit runs into the scene. And uh, Paige is like, huh, that cat looks like a cat that used to hang out outside of my apartment. Also, you had a cat? And then Siler comes in and accidentally steps on the wedding topper. And he's like. Huh. And the cat runs off, and he chases after the cat, and they're like, wait, is he not after us? I thought he was after us. <laughs> okay, that made me laugh. That made me laugh genuinely out loud, when they were like, oh, okay, I guess he wants the cat. Um, but then Piper has, like, this crushing moment where she's like, oh, no, I feel like our wedding topper just shattered in the past. My heart. <clears throat> back in the kitchen, they we come back from commercial, and they have made the potion, because I guess they have everything they need. Also, all the wedding food is out because, you know, they just had the wedding. And you know what? I wouldn't even care if it affected the past. That wedding food looks good. I would totally eat some of that. I'd be like, fuck causality. It's, I mean, I guess it's it, it's a wedding. So I'm it's having like, a pedophore. I guess it's a wedding, so you have nice food. But it seems weird to do it when it's just family. But, you know. I would do it. Yeah. yeah. So Phoebe points out what we've been pointing out where she's like, wait a second. Literally nothing that's happened makes any sense. None of these memories are really connected to each other. And also the guy's chasing a cat and not us. And like, none of this makes any sense. And Paige is like, but nothing we do ever makes sense, which I mean. That's fair. But Phoebe is realizing, wait, maybe these are two separate plots that are unrelated to each other. And nobody has thought to put in any kind of thematic connecting tissue. Well, she's like, oh, I get it. Piper listened to me about just casting a spell, but we got caught up in it. And now as they're walking down memory lane, we're walking with them. That makes no sense. Shouldn't Piper and Leo be the ones literally reliving these memories then? Well, I feel like they're like playing for them, playing out for them in their mind's eye like a movie. Like they're in two places at once. Uh, the, The shrink does mention that they're describing it in pretty exacting detail. So yeah. That was a lot of detail, but he he's he's like, we cut back and Piper gets over her heart problem by having a little bit of water. And he's like, well, every couple has its demons. Why don't you tell Ew. me about, yes. Why don't you tell me about the first time you two knew you were in love? And it's like, what? 
What do those two statements have to do with each other? Every also, couple has its demons. Tell me about the moment you realized you were in love. Also, Piper's moment when she knew she was in love with Leo was when he died and she was able to channel that love and heal him with the healing power. Yeah, they switched powers, but she couldn't figure out how to use white lighter powers, but then it was love. Okay, Wait. listen, listen. If I was this shrink and I'm hearing these stories and here's what I hear. Here's what I hear. Okay, so the first time we met, my sister and I both wanted to bone him. She has a lot of anger issues. She, like, froze me and shattered me. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. At our wedding, it almost didn't happen because her sister crashed it with her motorcycle boyfriend. And then she well, ran she, off. She, she left it with the motorcycle boyfriend. It's the opposite of crashing. Oh, I meant, like, crashed into it. Yes. And then she left, and I could, and I, and she didn't want to get married, and I had to go make a speech at her before she was even willing to do it. And then the moment she knew she was in love with me was when I almost died. If I'm the shrink, I'm like, are you sure we want to save this marriage? What are we doing here? What? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should be talking about conscious uncoupling. Uncoupling. So... Piper heals Leo with the power of love, and then they both orb off. And Phoebe and Paige are like, "Ah!" because they were sitting in the corner watching. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's so sweet. And then, you know, in the shrink's office, they're like, oh, wait, we do love each other. And and the shrink is like, I think you have codependency issues. And Piper's like, he has codependency <laughs> issues. I would be perfectly fine without him. Oh. Uh, mm. So. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Paige, Paige is all emotional from watching this, which, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to say it now. I was going to wait till we were doing our segments, but I'm going to say it now. Holly Marie Combs is one of the strongest actresses on this show. I really do think Rose McGowan gives her a run for her money, but she is, she's something else. Holly Marie Combs is. Mm -hmm. And as a result, most of my telekinesis in the show, most of the things that have genuinely moved me as we've been doing this Charmed Rewatch have been have been Piper moments. In fact, I think I've brought up when it, when it happened that uh, a thing that my friend who introduced me to charm said, which is that it wasn't so much Prue's death that affected her as it was watching Piper go through it. Like watching Piper grieve Prue. I mean, the season four opener, the scene where Piper has been like locked in the attic for days, just casting every spell she knows. And you just see her, so exhausted doing all of this stuff by rote because she just needs to keep trying it it's such good acting yeah so a lot of the scenes that i feel like we're going to be watching are scenes that were telekinesis in the past but in this context uh, plucked from the context of the episode it's just ridiculous uh, Paige is watching this and she's crying like we were crying when we watched it the first well I at least like I was crying when we watched it the first time she's like it's so good it's so emotional she says they really went through it and Phoebe says we all did because it can't not be about Phoebe for one goddamn second yeah she's like they even make me want to not give up on love it wasn't about you <laughs> Phoebe not it's not about you Phoebe is that from the bird meme the, like i am nervous when it is not about me yeah oh my god luckily siler interrupts <laughs> this luckily luckily <laughs> a warlock interrupts them yeah he, he chases the cat into the room and and phoebe's like Paige, throw the potion he's like 
I can teleport. He just teleports out, which I'm sorry, more warlocks and demons need to do. You don't need to hang around while they're trying to vanquish you. Yeah. When they start rhyming, leave. I know. Like it takes, it takes a couple seconds to get a couplet out. Just get away. So, you know, they pick up the cat and, and Paige talks more about, look, oh, this cat's so familiar. She reminds me of a cat, blah, 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 that, you know, used to hang out at my apartment and, like, help me out with stuff. Okay, she has, Phoebe has a house moment because Paige is, like, like house MD moment. She's so familiar to me. And then Phoebe looks in the Book of Shadows and sees the entry for familiars, even though, as you point out when you're watching this, they knew she was a familiar. This is not new information. Yeah, she's like, Kit must have been our familiar, a mystical guide that helps out young witches. And it's like, yeah, you knew that. You remember, she had the whole demon sensing thing that you used, like, twice because they didn't want to deal with actually having the cat. Like, this is not new information that that Kit was your familiar. You talked about it in the episode where they had to fight the familiar that turned evil. Like, okay. Anyway, back in the shrink's office. I will say, I I have no love for Leo. I feel like he's kind of a fuckboy. Yes, Leo is a fuckboy. But bless him. Bless him for speaking the truth right now. He's like, I cannot win. If I'm working, you say I'm working too much. If I quit my job, you say you have no respect for me. If I'm, like, if I tell you I love you, you say I'm clingy. If I, like, back off and give you space, you say you're abandoned. Like, I can't win and piper turns to the therapist and says see codependent what oh my god this is why you shouldn't go to therapy with a narcissist they will just learn how to use the language of therapy against you and this is like this is like a thing and the therapist is like okay look thinking about specific memories is not helping why don't you just free associate and just let the memories flow how about if we have like a whole montage of things that you love about piper and like you know what I like this scene. It was the scene where Piper and Leo first officially hooked up. Where she, you it know, was they, really cute. It's cute. What do you feel? How do you feel about women who make the first move? I don't know. It depends on how you feel about guys who make the second move. It's cute. They both look so young and innocent in it too. Yeah, he's it got was his, before they hated each other. He's got his floofy boy band hair. She's got her bangs. Yeah, it was during her bang era. Yeah. Like the whole scene, it's cute. It's a cute scene. And then we cut to a scene I liked when it happened, the scene where Piper tries to not be a witch anymore because the elders took Leo from her. They called Leo away during their first wedding attempt, and this is her yelling at the heavens because they took away the only good thing that came from her being a witch. And this was an important moment in their relationship, so it makes sense that they would have to go to this memory but this memory happened outside of P3, and as soon as this one happened, I was like, wait, so they're not location locked? What is, what are the rules? What are the rules even? Like, fuck you very much, show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, when Piper ends her speech about, you know, you need to send Leo back to me, Phoebe looks up, even though, like... You, you, you know, know it didn't happen. You were there. or I mean, you weren't there at that moment. And then we cut to the scene from the Banshee episode when Prue got turned into a dog. What does this have to do with Piper and Leo's relationship? Like, I mean, basically, they just had to do that moment because they couldn't have, like, literally no Shannon Doherty. So they have 
Prue dog growling at Leo and Leo being like, okay, I'm going to go check with the elders. And Piper's like, are you scared of dog Prue? And Leo's like, yes. And then orbs away. And Paige is like, what does this have to do with Piper and Leo's relationship? And Phoebe's like, well, you wanted to meet Prue. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. She's like, hey, we just needed a scene that was Prue, but not Shannon Doherty. And, and then we get a scene that Paige points out gleefully. She was there for when they fought her evil past life and Leo had to go back in time and sword fight a dude, which, yeah, that was a cool moment for Leo. Leo doesn't get a ton of cool moments. Him getting to sword fight the dude was neat. Okay, but this montage is supposed to be Leo remembering times that he loved his wife. And one of the times he loved his wife was when he got to sword fight a guy to save her. Okay, you know what? Never mind. It tracks. Talked myself around. Yeah. And, uh, well, I think they're both remembering this the prue dog scene is the one that really stood. <laughs> that makes no sense that and the coyote piper thing because that seems complete that what about you know what would have made sense if they had done the the bit where uh piper where leo immediately realizes that it isn't piper in the body from a single conversation with uh possessed piper yes that would have worked except but, piper can't remember that no she was there Remember she was giving her advice. She's like, oh, it's my boyfriend, Doug. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But if we're going by Piper wasn't there for it, the sexy day, which hasn't happened yet, we're we're doing a scene where Piper and Leah were having sex in the shower. Okay, and then present day Phoebe accidentally walks in on them and they see her and she's like, ah, sorry, didn't mean to, didn't know you were in here. And, okay, so... Okay. I mean, I know we already established that you can interfere with memories, but why? Why can you interfere with memories? Okay. There is something I like about this, which is very, it, it, it's such an understated thing. In the original scene that they're pulling from, it's Prue who walks in on uh, Piper and Leo. And, like, the only thing they had to do was ADR in, like, they they ADR in some of Holly Marie Combs' lines, you know, when we can't see her because, you know, we're, we're looking at Phoebe. Uh-huh. But I really like that they reused a scene, but they altered the context of it just with these little film things. That was okay. a neat touch. Okay, that is pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Okay, now we finally get the Coyote Piper scene. Yes. Where she's dancing on the bar. And uh, and Paige is like, I've never seen this side of Piper before. And, well, it's not Piper. Yeah, and, and, and Phoebe's like, oh, it was a spell, which she was possessed. So. Whatever. Close but, enough. But the therapist, they come back to the therapist, and the therapist is like, what does that have to do with anything? And Piper's like, nothing. Let's move on. Which, then why even put it in? And then we cut to back to the manor to the scene where Leo was practicing proposing. Yeah. And then Piper walked in on him practicing proposing and gave him like not, in my opinion, good natured teasing about it. Like she was really giving him a hard time about what was obviously him practicing proposing. Like, girl, what are you doing? She's not cheating on you with the mirror. She didn't, no, I think she no, she knew exactly what he was doing. She was just she was just being mean to him. Also, luckily when Phoebe and Paige got blorped into the scene, they got blorped into the bathroom closet. Yeah, so that they can eavesdrop on it without like being right in the middle of it. I just I 
shouldn't this work like when we went back into Paige's memories in that one episode where she saw her, she got to Paige see her from parents? The past. Yes. Yes. Like where Leo was there, but only she could see. Like shouldn't shouldn't? Yes, that's what it should be. Like only Piper can see. You know what? We've been complaining for about an hour. Like, I, I need to just let this go at this point. We're so close to the end. Siler has successfully killed the cat. Oh, oh, did Siler kill the cat? Because they hear her meowing up in the attic, right? So they orb up to the attic, which apparently which, they can do yeah. now. Okay, now we can orb? Why even bring it up earlier if it wasn't going to be an issue later? And Siler is standing there with the bloody athame, and he looks up at them and he goes, Looks like curiosity killed your cat. <laughs> No, Siler, you did. With that... <laughs> I, just, I just love it. I kind of love it. This And then the cat turns back into Kit, the woman. Even though the cat should be her true form. And then we cut to the present, where I guess Kit also is, and then she dies in the present? Well, she, she ceases to exist. She, like, Marty McFly's away. L- like what we saw happen to the wedding topper earlier. So I guess that she didn't get sucked into the past with everyone else. Like, okay, I guess that makes sense. She was further away when it happened. I, 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 there are no rules. So the therapist is wrapping up the thing and Piper and Leo are now sitting super close on the couch because I guess talking about that time Piper sexy danced on a table has made them realize how much they love each other. And then... Leo starts getting overwhelmed by psychic pain because all of the witches, Kit and the other familiars she was training would have helped are oh, now yeah, dying. Oh yeah, by the way, that's what that's what all the cats were in her house. Her reward is that she got to take care of a bunch of other familiars. Yay! I mean, she also kind of has superpowers, right? I mean, she's a witch, I'm guessing, because she has a scrying crystal, uh-huh. and she had like the cat scratch thing, and she did like flips and stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean that's I, I was just I was just letting our listeners know that all those cats in her house were other familiars. Yes, and now all of the witches that those familiars would have been helping are in trouble, and Leo can feel all of their pain. So, but in Piper's memories, Phoebe's like, maybe if I shout really loud, then Piper will hear me, and she can just remember earlier, so we can go back and unmurder the cat. And then that happens. Okay, I kind of love that. <laughs> I kind of love that solution. She's like, like, Piper, I need you to go back to the last memory you remembered and then remember it earlier. None of this has made sense before, so why not? I kind of I kind of love it. So she's like, wait, 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 hold on in the present. She's like, wait, let me remember you proposing to me again. And then she does. And then the sisters are able to save Kit this time. Yeah. Phoebe's like, hey, remember us? (laughs) And then Paige throws the vanquishing potion. And then Phoebe stabs him. And he's like, and she's like, what's the matter? Cat got your tongue. Was the stabbing necessary? You already threw the vanquishing potion. The the potion just made him blind. Oh, right. Because it was the same potion they used. So now they've saved the cat. They saved the cat. They saved the cat. Also, but making this a perfect story. <laughs> so they save the cat. 
Therefore, unkill. Like, therefore, all the familiars got trained, and all the witches that would have died undied. So, and then in the present, Leo's headache goes away. Like he he was feeling all the psychic pain, and he's like, "Oh, it's gone." Okay. Neat. And then Piper quickly undoes the spell, and everyone gets pulled back into the present, and everyone's being weirdly passive aggressive to Kit about the fact that she used to be a cat. Like. They're back at the manor and everyone's having tea and Piper's like, can I get you some catnip? <laughs> and and Kit's like, you could get me some kibble. And then everyone's like staring at her and she's like, it's a joke. It's the same joke. It's the same joke. Yeah. But, uh, I I feel like Piper Piper jokes about like, oh, I had to live with this cat for three years. She You saw me naked a lot. It's a little creepy. Well, she complains about her scratching up her bedpost and... It's like, okay, I can see, I can see that being a thing Piper would genuinely be mad at. Also, okay, one of my fears, like, I don't like to get naked in front of animals because I genuinely am afraid that any animal might be a human who's been cursed to be that animal and that they're seeing me naked. That is genuinely one of my things. Okay, so Kit says, once the power, like, once the power of three was reconstituted, my job was done and I was able to move on. And Paige is like, end up, you really went up the evolutionary ladder. Does Paige think that people evolve from cats? <laughs> but, you know, she's like, I can help the next generation of witches. Like, I helped Prue. Yep, she's like, call me when Wyatt needs a cat. Yeah. And then she just kind of watched. <laughs> and then she leaves. And then she leaves. Never seen or heard from again. Kit Watch 2023. And, and the... Paige and Phoebe sit on Piper, and Leo's like, "Up, oh, you looks like your sisters are getting in the way of our relationship again." And Piper and Leo snipe at each other, but they're like, "But really, we're cool." Like they snipe at each other, but they're like, "Oh, it's 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 just it's just uh, Heppen and Tracy. We're just we're just playing with each other. We really love each other." Like. Okay. Piper's like, we're ready to move on if someone gets a life first. And then Leo's like, well, I'm ready to move on too if someone's ready to be a wife first. JK, we're just kidding. We love each other. But then it ominously zooms into where their wedding topper was in their wedding shrine and it's still missing. Okay, what? The end. I mean, they do get divorced later in the show. So okay but oh my god this is such a bad episode i really loved talking about it though like i i had i had more fun talking about this episode than i have talking about like the mediocre episodes i mean i guess but like this isn't fun bad to watch this no is, it is not do not watch this episode like this is just go watch the bewitched episode with the woman who's a cat instead it wins the not as racist as it could have been award it's not great but it's not as racist as it could have been. Yeah. Okay, much like the Charmed Ones, we have our own power of three. The first power in her pack is Premonition, who in this episode is, was, or will become famous. I, I think we were pretty on the nose about it, but uh, the the demon that was hunting familiars for literally no stated reason uh, was Zachary Quinto, who you might remember from... Being Siler and Heroes, or being young Spock in these Star Trek movies that people are okay about. 
or other stuff. He's a very prolific actor. He was in that uh, he was in that TV show where uh, Shane Dawson and some lady made a movie that the he, chair. Yeah, that he requested his name be taken off the movie that Shane Dawson made because Zachary Quinto is kind of hilarious. Uh. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna be impressive by knowing the name off the top of my head of the other woman who was competing with against Shane Dawson, but I'm not sure. I, I think it's, I only kind of know it. I think it was Anna Murnamucci, something like that. Okay, but yeah, Zachary Quinto, he's had a career. You probably know who he is. I, I like him. He, he's always fun. It's fun when he's in stuff. Uh, also, the shrink was played by John Rubinstein, who is, um. A prolific character actor. You've seen him in many, many things. Using the parlance of her show, he's a hey, it's that guy. He is definitely a hey, it's that guy. That will take us to the second power in our pack, Time Freeze. What specifically dated this episode? Clip shows. Oh, wow. I wasn't even going that meta. I, uh, I, I usually go meta. I just couldn't get over how emo Siler looked. I mean, he was of the moment. Yes. But yeah, yeah clip shows. Clip shows were a very of the moment. I, th- I feel like in the age of streaming, you you legitimately can't get away with that sort of well, thing Well, you've anymore. only got like eight episodes. You're not going to do a clip show. Yeah. And you only have two seasons before you're canceled. If you're lucky. If you are lucky. And your show is burned off the internet forever because... Let's not even get into it. I'll get depressed. I want to... Why won't you let me watch close enough? It's the main reason we got the HBO Max, or I guess just Max now, app. Why does... Why is everyone who's running streaming networks apparently someone who hates television? What's the next power in our pack? The next power in our pack is telekinesis. What, if anything, genuinely (laughs) moved you? Oh, you know what? I had a really good time talking about this episode with you. I I also enjoyed talking about it. Uh, And we do have one of the secret powers in our pack. Oh, yeah? Uh, Yeah, molecular combustion. What blew apart continuity? Oh, my God. Everything with Kit. Like, them not knowing that she was their familiar? Like, that was the one thing that we had with Kit. What's funny is they actually literally blew apart continuity in this episode. Yeah. 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 And I think that will about do it. Yeah, I think that'll do it for this week. Uh, The next episode, next week's episode, as you mentioned when we talked about the trailer. It's the nymph one. Yay, nymphs! Yeah. Is it nymphal and dimed? No, it's actually called uh, Nymphs Just Want to Have Fun. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Really? You're okay with that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, head and shoulders above cat house. That's fair. Nymphs Just Want to Have Fun, and the description on Peacock is, A trio of wood nymphs flee to San Francisco after a demon kills the satyr of the spring of life. Okay, uh... Uh, I am looking forward to this episode. It, it feels like it's been a bit since we've had a sisters get turned into something sexy episode. Well, get ready because then we have that episode, then we have two more episodes, and then the one after that they're going to get turned into Greek goddesses, so. Ooh. Oh my god. Season I know, finale. I know, I know, we I know. We are so close to Chris. I can taste his cardboard acting. Oh, Chris. Chris. Which is funny because I will talk about this in great detail when we get there. But we had the whole thing with them not wanting to show Shannon Doherty. And you know, you know my headcanon yeah. is that Chris is Prue reincarnated. Uh, I'm so excited for Chris. I am ready for this. Uh, but we, we've still got the rest of season five to get through. Yeah, we've got a few more episodes. It's fun. The nymphs one is fun. It's weird that there are three nymphs, but only one of the sisters gets turned into a nymph. 
It is weird. Uh, anyway, that'll about do it for this week. Our show is partially listener-supported. If you want to be one of those supporters, you should head over to our website, www.welcometotelevision.net, and click on our Patreon link. We'd like to thank our current $5 and above patrons, Beryl, Patricia, Rosa, Ryan, Maricruz, Benjamin, Kate, Jen, Dan, and Anthony. If you'd like to support the show in other ways, you could always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show. If you want to talk about this episode, or any episode, or any episode of any television show, you can tweet at us at ILoveTVZines, or you can email us at ILoveTelevisionZines at gmail.com. So until next time, I'm Max. And I'm Tina. And this has been Welcome to the Hollowell Manor. 